Welcome to BeelerCast. I'm Rob Beeler, and I could not be more excited about this episode. Why? Because I've decided to have a little bit of fun with the podcast format. And basically, I get to finally live my dream of being a talk show host and chat with a member of people over a series of topics. Even better is I didn't have to fly people to my house and record them in person. You see, the clips you're about to hear are all pre-recorded, but I'm going to treat them as if they were sitting on a couch right next to me. You know what? What am I waiting for? Welcome to BeelerCast. We've got three topics today. We've got, we're going to talk about Basecamp, we're going to talk about Media Math, and we're going to talk about the trip to D.C. Basecamp in Edinburgh is coming up fast. It's October 1st through the 4th. The agenda continues to shape up as happens at our events, because we actually adjust our agenda based on what the attendees want and what we discuss going into it. But some key pieces have already been secured. First, I've got Richard Nicholson, head of Dentsu Media Exchange at Dentsu, here to talk about what he'll be discussing. So I'm most excited to speak to publishers about two main topics. So the first one is media quality, and the second one is addressability. So with media quality, we're looking at how can we go beyond brand safety and there's been things the news around made for advertising but there's other parts to it as well second piece around addressability obviously with creeping privacy regulations and also the end of the third party cookie how can we create a privacy safe yet addressable targeting options for buyers and allow users and consumers to know that their privacy is being respected Thanks, Richard. Chris Kenneth, chairman and founder of the Brand Advance Group, is going to be one of our provocateurs at the conference, keeping us on our toes and the conversations moving forward. Chris, you excited about Edinburgh? So I'm excited about Basecamp in Edinburgh for this October because I, I got to have a glimpse in New York. I got to have a glimpse at Navigator and the conversations and asking the questions that need to be asked and finding someone to answer them, because asking questions is very easy, whether it's on stage or in round tables, but actually having the right people in the room that can maybe give you an answer, or you can spark the conversation and go and pick it up later on and fix stuff rather than just keep talking about it. So I know that this, the way that Edinburgh will run will be a bit more provocative. It'll be a bit more, let's ask them hard questions, but let's also find a bloody answer to it. So I'm looking forward to that. Thanks, Chris. As Chris mentioned, Basecamp is a unique event. No lazy panels, no sales pitches. It's mostly roundtables focused on topics like sustainability, brand safety, and the like, and with one purpose. How do we collaborate to move things forward? Please join us if you can. The Media Math debacle has been a top topic in the Beeler Tech community for a number of weeks. For me, it means one thing. The partnerships we form in this industry need to be stronger, and frankly, more like partnerships than vendor relationships. I expect that Basecamp, Navigator in November, and other projects we do within our community, we're going to discuss how to protect ourselves better and together. I want to get the buy side perspective on Media Math situation, and my friend Shiv from U of Digital obliged me with his thoughts. Shiv. It's a good time to be thinking about how to prevent yourself or your company from being vulnerable from the next bankruptcy or future consolidations. I focus on three things for the buy side. The first is testing and diversification, right? So that's a two in one. It's really a great time to start looking at having multiple partners, right? Not putting all your eggs in one basket, 
testing multiple solutions that may solve for your needs in different ways. There are many solutions out there, right? That's the blessing and curse of the ad tech industry. And so it's a great time to start looking at multiple partners, aligning those multiple partners, figuring out where they can add value, testing them, and then really having a diversified kind of portfolio approach to your buying. That will hedge your risk, right? So if one of your partners, let's say, gets acquired tomorrow and has to shut down or goes bankrupt, like in the case of Media Math, you can quickly and easily and nimbly move things around and not really compromise your business all that much. The last piece is just working with trusted partners, right? I think in the past, every company has felt fail-safe. Every company has felt in this industry that they're on a rocket ship and they're going to be just fine long-term. But obviously in recent months and years, that hasn't been the case. And so I think now more than ever, it's important to look beyond the pitch deck, look beyond what the sales rep is telling you. Maybe look at the health of the company, look at the financials of the company. How long have they been around? What's their balance sheet like? Because again, at any moment, as we just learned from the media math situation, these companies could go under. So I think working with trusted partners, but also looking at the bigger picture of who you're working with, what is the company like, how large is it, what is the health, what are their financials, et cetera, matters more than ever. I also spoke to Chris Francia of SpartanAd this week, who had a different take in part because his company is focused on one of the more common reasons for clawbacks, fraud. One of the things that we, we look at a lot and see as an issue with publishers is they deal with clawbacks from major SSPs, things like that. A lot of times it's related to fraudulent activity and the software we built and the things that we do is to help publishers get control of their stack to prevent those clawbacks by cutting off the fraud at the source, by stopping the fraud before it can call the ad auctions entirely, which is a revolutionary idea for the first time curtailed to, to publishers. The idea of Beeler Tech going to DC started at Basecamp in March in Newport Beach. A few key individuals at the event, Artis from the IEB, Mark Wally from Google, Susan Parker and others, spent several hours talking about how publishers should respond to the growing threat of poorly executed legislation at the state and federal level. Honestly, I was hoping for a privacy legislation cheat sheet. But no, the group emerged with the idea of going to D.C. and meeting with lawmakers. Honestly, up until the point that we walked in the room with the first congressional staff member, the first of six such meetings on that day, I thought we'd get a handshake, maybe a pen, and a photo op. I was so wrong. DC was so much more than that. I asked some of the people who attended to discuss their experience, what we discussed, and what is next. We've got Scott Messer from Messer Media, Catherine Beatty from Weatherbug, Emily Christner from Trusted Media Brands, and Chow Liao, who's an industry consultant. Scott, what's your take on the trip? Going to DC was a really phenomenal experience and a unique one at that. It's not every day that publishers like ourselves get the opportunity to meet with Congress people or senators for any reason, let alone for their job and their passion. Despite it being really hot and having to wear suits and uncomfortable shoes, it was really a great experience that was well-organized and highly effective. I think we accomplished a lot within a day. I also know that our work isn't over just from this one day. It's going to be a long battle to establish a national privacy framework, but it's one worth fighting for. Catherine, your thoughts? The experience of going out to DC and meeting with senators and the Congress people on Capitol Hill, it felt really empowering and proactive. 
a lot of the time publishers feel reactive and not in control of what gets thrown at us. But with the collaboration with the IAB and their public policy experts and Beeler Tech, we were in the right rooms with the right people to really have our voices heard. Legislators need to hear about and understand unintended impacts that could occur if they don't consider all viewpoints. And it just felt really positive to be there and to be sharing our first person publisher stories and experiences. And they were very receptive to those messages. Ciao. It felt solemn, especially when we traverse in the hall of a government building and the office of the elected officials, knowing that we're there to represent the publishing community in discussing a piece of legislation that would impact all people in this country and our advertising and media industry. It was extremely rewarding for me to see legislation in action and be part of that process for the day. I felt extremely well prepped in terms of the overall background, the policy points, the overall process and logistics. Yes, the uh, preparation was definitely a key component of making our DC trip successful. What were some of the things that you discussed actually with the staff members? Scott. Carell Cooper, Emily Christner, and myself had the fun distinction of going first and speaking with Senator Chuck Schumer and his staff. So we knew that we had to be concise, clear, and to the point. We broke it into three particular sections with Carell going first, myself second, and then Emily third. Carell laid the groundwork of why national legislation was important, why we publishers were in the room, and really set the stage for the next two impacts. In the second section, I talked about specific issues that we have with the ADPPA, the American Data Privacy Protection Act, and what we would like to see changed within it. And then Emily followed up with a real solid stroke of the impacts and fallout that could happen if a national privacy legislation wasn't enacted or if certain parts of the ADPPA were passed as drafted. And that combination was pretty effective, and I think it landed really well. Emily. It's really important for everyone in this industry to understand the potential downstream impact that privacy laws could have to our industry. I believe everyone knows privacy is important, privacy is necessary, and privacy is complicated. But what they may not know is that the devil is in the details. Every publisher should educate themselves on what's in the proposed legislation and how it could have a major impact on their business and on the industry as a whole. I feel very strongly that quality content needs to remain equitably available to all via ad-supported websites and mobile apps. My experience has been in the journalism industry with newspapers. It's been in the education and reference industry uh, with the encyclopedia and the dictionary. And then now I'm in the weather industry with Weatherbug and the information that is shared in all of those industries is valuable. It, critically important information cannot become pay to play and then end up out of the reach, out of reach of any specific community or group of people who can't afford it. There's an achievable balance between creating valuable content for readers in a profitable way 
and delivering effective marketing messages to grow commercial businesses who need to reach their audiences. And then at the same time, providing a privacy safe user experience for readers. It can all happen in harmony. Let's dive in deeper into what was actually discussed with the staff members and the one congressperson that we met. Specifically speaking about the challenges we have with the ADPPA as drafted, there's really four or five major points. The first is that there's a private right of action within the bill, which is really just a license for troll litigation to occur. I don't think we've seen any really effective private actions enforcing privacy. The second is that there's a rogue agency for enforcement. It's not really well-defined. It's something within the FTC, and it can certainly become a, a partisan weapon within the media ecosystem. And so we need to see a lot more clarity on what that's going to be and how it's going to be operated. The ADPPA as drafted currently limits first-party and third-party data collection for advertising, and that's obviously going to have a major impact with how the ecosystem works overall. And then finally, the ADPPA doesn't preempt state law, which creates complexity and also additional cost. And really, we can't even do it from a technical basis. This was a really good point that we brought up to all in within all of our meetings. And if you just think about how IP address is used for location enablement, how Apple is starting to curtail IP address, and then the sticky subjects of what about like border states and when there's a river in between two states, how do you really know which side of the, the line a user is on intelligently, whether it's New York and Connecticut, New Jersey, broader like Washington, D.C. and Virginia, it's really technically challenging to understand which privacy legislation applies to an individual user depending on their location. I think the most important topic for everyone to understand is that we have a strong need for a federal legislation on consumer privacy, especially given the current patchwork state laws and GDPR in Europe. In some ways, we are in this era of privacy legislation. So it's important for us to get it right. We strongly recommended as a group that we support federal preemption against all state laws in this area so that we can have a supreme law at the federal level which we can all clearly understand, plan, and operationalize our businesses. The other topic we brought up is that we want to ensure the lawmakers truly understand the different types of data as they put together this legislation. In most cases, data used in an advertising transaction is much less pervasive than the worst actors in the data marketplace, which the consumer data privacy law really seeks to address first. If we enact a law that is overly aggressive, there are other unintended consequences in employment, in our overall economy, especially in creating an environment for small, medium businesses to thrive, and even in the freedom or free information flow that supports our overall democracy. We wanted to make sure that necessary factors are considered so that the ultimate legislation also support a healthy ecosystem for businesses to comply and thrive. We also wanted the lawmakers to understand that we're there as a resource to share our expertise in media and advertising, and we're there to help shape this legislation. Lastly, 
there's been a certain level of enthusiasm around the AI legislation. In one of the meetings, I shared that we need to have a federal data privacy legislation that can provide a necessary foundation for AI regulation, similar to the topic of copyright law, where we do have a clear defined copyright law where AI can build on top of. If we do not have a solid foundation of data privacy law, it will be extremely difficult to incorporate any concept of consumer data use and privacy in an AI legislation. I was encouraged to see that the elected officials whose offices we met with had surrounded themselves with staffers who could dive deeply into various topics, notably privacy and tech for our purposes, but they still need to hear from the operators who live these topics every day. And when it comes to navigating privacy compliance and user experience in real life, while informing and educating our readers and making sure it's profitable and sustainable for our businesses, publishers are those subject matter experts. It's important to have our voices heard as the operators that are closest to the day-to-day implementation and implications of privacy law, but it's also a unique opportunity to serve as an ongoing resource to our legislators. No one knows the downstream implications for the publishing industry of implementing these laws better than we do. You know, Rob, despite all this advocacy and our hope for actually achieving a national privacy legislation, I don't know when that's going to happen, but let me give you a scenario that I think may play out first. We're going to see all 50 states roll out individual privacy legislations. We are going to see the complexity of advertising in the United States skyrocket. We are going to see third-party cookies curtailed and the limitations of advertising increased. It will become harder to operate, more expensive to operate, and a less enticing proposition for advertisers in general. This means that a lot of publishers are going to go out of business. There will be less money for those to stay in business. As that happens and the complexity reaches a tipping point, Congress and the Senate and the U.S. government will finally act to move forward with a national privacy legislation. It will cherry pick from the best components of each state and each law and will hopefully have a worthwhile framework that is effective and enforceable and relatively easy to use for the consumers. I'm not advocating for that, but without pushing this issue and moving it to the center stage, we might be looking at five plus years of states rolling out legislation, five at a time, 10 at a time, to the point where people are just going to throw up their hands and want to leave the ecosystem. I don't want to see that. So let's go back to Washington. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Listen, to Scott's point, there's so much at stake right now for publishers. It's time to act. All I can offer is hope. When we met people in D.C., I came out of those meetings with a sense of hope. I felt heard. But we need more voices, and we need louder voices. Do not let others decide the fate of your business. Well, I'm all worked up now, but and I hope that you enjoyed this approach to a podcast. I'm feeling I should have paid more attention in my sound engineering classes back at Syracuse, but I hope the lack of polish doesn't turn you away. If anything, this format will allow me to incorporate more people into the podcast. Have an idea of something you'd like to contribute? 
hit us up at support at Beeler.tech and let's get you heard. Beeler out.